When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Mortgage Lending Mastery. Get the knowledge you need from America's Mortgage Mentor. With more than 30 years of experience and over $1 billion in lifetime fundings, you'll learn to take your mortgage practice to new heights. Certified Mortgage Planner and CEO of KineticSparkConsulting.com, here is Jennifer Duplessis. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Mortgage Lending Mastery. I'm your host, Jen Duplessis, where we focus on helping you grow your business to heights you never thought possible. Today, I am delighted to be uh, having Matt Henson as my guest. Matt is the founder and CEO of Simple Nexus, um, which he started as a family favor, which we're going to ask him here in just a moment why that all happened. Um, although I think I may know that from our, our previous conversation. But prior to that, to Simple Nexus, Matt architected and built um, software systems for a variety of industries. So it was really a simple transition, I'm sure he'll tell us about here in just a minute, um, to move into to our space. But he has worked with um, Bank of America. So he's worked with big, big, big companies. And now Simple Nexus is here to help us as loan originators with our mobile app. And not just a mobile app, as Matt's about ready to talk about, but something that can help us in our um, daily routines to help us be more efficient and um, serve our clients in a better capacity. So, Matt, I thank you for coming on the show and welcome. Yeah, thanks, Jen. Um, happy to be here and I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, I, well, I am too. And, you know, we met down in uh, New Orleans, right? Is that where, <laughs> I remember where we yep, were? Yep, met down yep. in New Orleans. We were both speaking on a panel about millennials and things like that. So, I, you know, I definitely would like to talk about um, that aspect of, of uh, what your business says. But why don't you tell us, for those that have never heard of Simple Nexus, tell us about, you know, what is Simple Nexus? Yeah, well, uh, Simple Nexus uh, started out of a, you know, kind of a, a family favor um, and, uh, and the idea was first that, you know, my brother-in-law is an originator and he just, um, this was five or six years ago. And then my mom wanted one. She's also an originator. Another brother-in-law wanted one. He's also an originator. And, and so, um, so I kept building these and I think I built a hundred of them before my wife came to me and said, um, so if you're not going to spend time with me, maybe you should charge people. And so I, that, that seems reasonable. So, um, yeah. so we started a business and, uh, and, and as we started it, I was realizing that there were a lot of disconnects in the industry. As everybody knows, you've got a million different software solutions and they don't talk to each other. And what we wanted to do is try and bring all these solutions into a single platform. They could talk to each other. We're not trying to replace them all, but we want to, we want to enhance them. So, so really we try and play nice with all vendors and, and uh, and and go forward from there. And um, since then, you know, we've got um, about eight thousand LOs who are actively using the platform, and uh, and it's it's uh, I think I, I think it's it's really helping out uh, in a lot of ways. Okay, so let's talk about what exactly you do for loan officers. So I, you know, I'm a loan officer and I'm listening to this podcast and I'm hearing about this guy does Simple Nexus. So you know, what exactly is it? How does it so work? What, yeah. So what we do today is we. Um, we, we build apps 
you know, like for, for an individual or for your company, and we white label it so it looks like it's yours, right? If in the case of the company, okay. it actually looks like the company developed it entirely. Um, and then within the app, um, each LO gets to represent, so each LO always gets their own version. So they get to represent themselves, um, not only to their clients, but also to partners. So, um, so people can download the app. It's kind of like an electronic business card kind of thing. They can use it wherever they want. They can um, access your information. So it's borrower-facing. Um, it's all also LO-facing, and I'll, I'll get into that a little bit. But from the borrower-facing perspective, we, we allow you to customize it to different referral partners. So when they hand this out, uh, they can hand it out with their home search embedded in it so they don't feel like they're losing contact with what the referrals are sending over. But it, it's better because it allows you also to proactively contact these, these people instead of having you know an agent hand out your business card or your phone number saying call them and then you're trying to get in, in touch with each other that way. So once people are using it, we're also going to try and nurture these borrowers into getting a loan started if they don't already have one. Uh, we'll do that through you know, incredibly intelligent calculators, um, educational articles, drip campaign notifications, you know, an embedded real estate search. So things from a, a mobile aspect is really where we try and concentrate. Um, and then um, and uh, once the, the loan has actually started, we're communicating in real time with your loan origination system. So, uh, so we can uh, display loan status updates. We can uh, collect conditions from the borrower through a secure channel. So you may have even had people use, you know, instead of taking pictures with their phone, which is, is a big problem, um, you know, instead of having somebody use uh, an app like Cam Scanner or some other scanner app and then sending things to you insecurely, this captures, this uses that same process, turns them into black and white PDFs, sends them securely into you, into your LOS. So um, add, some, add some enhancement that way, a lot of two-way communication. Um, so that's, that's a lot of the borrower component. Um, there's also a loan officer-facing component, and that's where uh, you can log in and have access to your pipeline. You can see the status of all of your loans. You can uh, get notified on the status progressions of your appraisals through the AMC. You can look at the appraisal, the actual appraisal result themselves. Uh, you can order credit. You can send pre-approval and pre-qualification letters that are customized to you or your company. Um, so there's there's a lot that it does, but just kind of as a summary, it's it's uh, borrower facing and it's LO facing. Awesome. So is it, um, and, and so you mentioned borrower and, and LO, what, what is the involvement of the agent as far as communicating the real estate agent um, mm -hmm. or any other referral partner as far as communicating the process as well? How, how is that related yeah. to them too? Yeah, so, so they can log in and they can also, they can see the status of all of the loans where you've made them a contact on that, on that loan. So if you want a particular agent to see the five, you know, progress of the five borrowers that they're working with with you, uh, they can do that when they log into the app. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. So, so why the app versus, and this will get back to the story you just told me, and, and I have plenty of those stories myself. <laughs> um, sure, yeah. You know, but why the app versus, you know, if I can get access to all, the, all those things, why would I pay you to get access to all of that when I could just log into my LOS system? If this has it, you know, because it has an integration with, you know, Encompass and, and a few others, why wouldn't I just log into my 
to my LOS system, I can get that information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, for, for a borrower's perspective, um, it's just an, another avenue of communication with them, right? And there are other portals that they'll have access to. We integrate with some of them um, that are out there, like Lending Manager or some, you know, some others. But uh, um, from the LO's perspective, the LO uh, is now able to do things, um, you know, while they're out and about. So, for example, uh, I mean, borrowers aren't the only ones who want to be mobile, right? So right. It's just a, a good example is um, I was at Disneyland just this week with my family, and my mom was there. And as I mentioned earlier, she, she's an originator. She had to leave the park to go back into the room to get her laptop so she could plug in her Verizon card and VPN into the network to log into the loan origination system, which happened to be in Compass, um, so that she could send the letter from there because the letter has to be logged back into your LOS. Um, now, I know that a lot of LOs right now are only sending Word docs because it's so darn inconvenient, but even sending a Word doc from your phone is a huge pain. So right. what we do is we have it templated, so you basically fill out you know, three or four fields to fill in your template, and you send the letter, and we are auto, we're, we're tied into your LOS, so we're going to log the letter back into the LOS. So this, is, this makes compliance happy, and it makes life easier for the LOs. Unfortunately, you know, um, my mom's company doesn't have that turned on yet. They are in the process of turning that on, but, um, but it did emphasize this even more, that, that you, know, you can actually keep the move, loan moving faster and enjoy yourself if, if, this, uh, if this functionality exists. So. Absolutely. You know, and I, and I can say, and I know anybody listening to this, we've all been there, you know, the, uh, we, we have some fun with it, but, you know, we get that call from the real estate agent, I need a letter, I need a letter, I need a letter, right? And inevitably, we're on our boat, right? We're in the yeah. middle of a lake, we're on our boat, and, you know, thankfully, we have a big enough boat that I can have my computer in there and everything. But, yeah, it is. It's a pain in the butt because I have to go turn it on because I don't have a plug-in system, you know, so I can't have it on all day. I have to turn it on. I have to make sure that we sometimes have to move the boat to go to a place that has um, internet access, you know, because I don't have it all over the place. Yeah. And so it's just, um, you know, it's just really silly how we um, do this. And I, you know, I can tell you, um, I, I can't even count in my 30 some years how many times I've had to do something like that, pull off to the side of the road, set up my computer, write a letter, uh, you know, leave a dinner party, leave my kids, you know, leave a football game, anything, just because somebody needs a letter so quickly. And, um, you know, that's a whole other discussion. But uh, <laughs> um, so, you know, I see that this could be, you know, tremendously helpful in keeping us very mobile. Also, um, and I think that's probably one of the big benefits, you know, is just the efficiency of it for loan officers. But from the borrower perspective, as a loan officer, I, I see so much in, you know, in the country, loan officers being um, pulled by their borrowers and by their real estate agents trying to get statuses because it, we just don't have a real great way of communicating the status of the loan live. I know some people do a weekly update, but you know, if the appraisal came in on Monday and you don't do your updates till Friday, then you're going to be having uh, defensive phone calls come to you saying, what's the status, what's going on, you know? So I see this as a means of kind of pushing them away and <laughs> letting them get their own status updates by using technology and allowing and opening up opportunities for the phone conversations to be more about new business, new referrals and relationship building. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I, I, I think so in a, in a big way. Um, I mean, so, so every, every now and then we'll, we'll come across somebody who says, well, no, I need those conversations with my borrowers 
so right. I can build that relationship. But my, my counter to that is um, you need the conversations with your clients, but let those conversations be about the successes you've had and, mm-hmm. um, and then how to take a step forward. Not, uh, not um, an answer like, uh, let, me, let me email the appraisal desk and find out right. for you. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it happens to be Friday at uh, 5.12, so they're not going to be open until Monday. Right, and this is a great way to do it because it's real live. Now, so how many, how difficult is it to set up um, any specific company? You know, if someone was interested and they said, well, you know, my company's pretty big and, you know, I just want to use it. Do I have to wait for my company to set this up? Or can no, I just lot- get an individual? Yeah, so there, we have individual plans. And we have company plans. Uh, the company plans, of course, offer, you know, kind of the, the since compliance is the theme of the last, you know, couple of years. They, of mm-hmm. course, have like organizational level control over things. But, um, yeah, individuals can come and sign up. Um, we, we encourage that they, you know, involve their compliance department, but we're not going to prevent anybody from coming and signing up. Right. And, and how difficult has it been for an individual person to be able to, to actually do that? Uh, they can be up and running in uh, in minutes, um, really. I mean, it's, uh, it's, so there's it's all, no problem with oh, the integration into any of the systems without the, having... Yeah, a, I guess the one limitation is that when it's an individual signing up, we don't have a full integration with your LOS. So, um, so there are a lot of things that you can do, but there are going to be some things that um, okay. you would have to duplicate effort um, in order to keep it synced up because we, right. we, we yeah okay. we can't like integrate with uh, somebody's LOS without you know IT or whoever right. you know saying give them the give them thumbs up right okay and so and you but you've passed all of those tests of compliance so that if someone is listening and they wanted to engage with their company um, you know for an enterprise account that you've passed all those wonderful tests about compliance so that no one's um, going to have to try to fight uphill to get a company to sign on. Yeah, yeah, okay. we um we have over 100 enterprises on today and we uh we've got all the the SOC 2 level 2 penetration tests, vulnerability assessments, all that kind of stuff. So Right. Okay. All right, that sounds good. All right, so thanks thank you for sharing that. I appreciate that. Um how uh given the fact that Fannie Mae has just released that they're going to be going in the direction of having uh be you know the rocket mortgage, right? Everybody knows the rocket yeah, mortgage. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah going yeah. in the direction of the rocket mortgage um and that integration is already in place. It's already starting um and more is coming out December 10th. Um so how is that going to play a role in what your your um mobile app. By the way, can someone do their application on your mobile app? Uh, yeah. Sorry if I didn't mention that. They That's can. Okay. Um, okay. If, they have not, if they have not started a loan yet, then we are driving them to start their loan application inside of the app. Okay. If they already have a loan in place, then they, the they don't see anything about applying for a loan because we already know it. Okay, got uh, it. Yeah, so that would but, that would be where the integration is. So how do you how do you see how Simple Nexus is going to be playing a role in the documentation um, part of uh, what Fannie Mae is doing? You know, for collecting documentation. So as soon as someone fills in an application um, and and says uh, you know or, or takes a picture of their their license, that information is going to automatically be populated into an application. And when they type in Bank of America, it's automatically going to do an interface with Bank of America to gather, you know, raw data, not a statement like we're all used to, (laughs) raw data. So how is your integration going to be working with Fannie Mae? 
So we're we're actively working with Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac uh, right okay. now. Yeah, um, to, a little behind, to tie but... directly into their systems to handle all the one-day stuff or first-day, you know, approval uh-huh. or guarantee. Um, so yeah, we're we're those are actually we we've got we've got a team of developers in-house here, all in our office, and uh, and and those are things that we're working on today. Awesome, that's so good to hear. Okay, so let's move on to unless there's anything specifically that you want to talk to me about, um, additional about. The mobile app itself right now I wanted to move on to what you talked about as far as Millennials and how this is going to be good for you know a lot of loan officers that are listening because we know the average loan officer I think is 53 or 50 I think it's 53 now or something um, you know how does this play a role in our ability to capture more of the Millennial um, market and of course as it continues to rise as we know it's going to be the largest group of buyers we're just can't we just can't do it the old-fashioned way we'd have to be tied to our desk all day long we're going to have to find more efficient ways to do it so how how is simple nexus moving into that space and encouraging um sort of the dinosaurs in the business um to you know to grab this type of um technology and utilize it with millennials i think i think a lot of it is is um, is helping LOs understand the new dynamics of communication because there are new dynamics for communication. The old way, and and uh, you know, the old way is that um, you are going to personally handle every interaction with somebody, mm-hmm. um, and then there's been some confusion that uh, well, then uh, I think the new way is I'm going to market by sending blasts out through Twitter. Um, and that's only effective for a few people anyway. And usually those people are better, who are better at that are, are better just kind of, you know, in a room socially also. Right. Um, and and so, um, so I think figuring out how you're going to uh, first market, and, and there are a couple of different ways in my mind as far as the marketing goes that are going to be a part of the future. One is mobile web is a big part of marketing for the future. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, something like, it's, it's something ridiculous, like 85% of people will bounce from your website if it's not mobile optimized. Um, whereas, wow. yeah. uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it's uh, or, or something like, I, I don't remember the exact number. I wish I, I did for the call, but it's, it's ridiculous. Um, if you don't have your website mobile optimized, people will not visit more than one page. Right, because it's just too um, difficult to maneuver. Yeah, you can't you can't read anything. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and uh, and then the second uh, the thing that and a lot of mobile advertising that will be big, um, but once you get into engagement with people, that's when a mobile app becomes much more important. So, for example, if you've got you know like an NFL.com app they're going to drive you to come back and visit the app often. Whereas if you visit a website, it's really easy to forget about. And so the key, I think, is trying to get people through that channel of capturing them, but then also helping, helping them transition into the new platform so that you can actually um, have that higher level of engagement. Right, and um, especially with millennials, they want to be educated. So when you talked about your drip campaign that's in there, tell, me, tell us a little bit about that the drip campaign that's in there, that once someone's engaged in the app, what happens next, whether it's a purchase or a refi or? Yeah, yeah. So um, each company 
has different campaigns that they like to use. Right. Um, some like to have it even, we've even integrated with some CRM systems. Um, and so the drip campaign is actually driven from the CRM system. Wow. Okay. Um, so no and, more manually uh, adding the person into the database or having them fill out an application and then managing that through your CRM. Right, right. It okay. would just transition so the people who come in would transition straight over into your CRM. They may already exist there, but now you know a little bit more information about them. Um, uh-huh. So it'll transition through there. Um, but, but uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, the, the ways to use it, it's just so, it's so flexible that um, we, we've, we've got, you know, a thousand different configurations based on how different LOs like to work. Wow. Um, uh-huh. and, uh, and so that's, that's really, you know, our objective is to fit into your, your way of working but also help direct it in a way where you're going to be successful by sharing successful strategies that we see people do. Like, for example, some LOs, you know, anytime they meet with a client, the LO meets with them very first in your office, and they have them install the app. Right. And explain to them what the benefits are going to be of the app. And the app is going to help push things from there. Um, And so I really like to think of it more as relationship-based marketing, um, um, and not something that, that helps you compete with a rocket mortgage as opposed to trying to replace you as a technology. You know, we don't replace the LO. That's the exact opposite of what we want to do. We want to, we want to use your relationships that you have in place today and then add the technology to increase conversions and referrals. Right. You know, and that's the name of the game right now is a lot of a lot of things are conversions because I, I can tell you from my, me personally, you know, um, you know, this week alone, I probably got 13 or 18 referrals somewhere around there right now. Um, and there's more loans coming out of the woodwork because they're getting people are starting to hear that there's a little loosening up going on, although you know, none of us have really felt it unless our companies are bringing on some of the alternative lending and we all we all know that's happening but and eventually everyone will be in that space so what's happening is more and more people are coming out of the woodwork and it's difficult to convert them keep a track of them um and i'm speaking you know for the mass numbers of loan officers i've got great systems to do it but not everybody does you know there's people in in my company that still use an excel spreadsheet to manage their prospects um and, you know, and then their conversion is lower because nobody is remembering to follow up with them. Right. Um, so I think that's, you know, that's incredibly powerful to be able to convert more of what we do. I mean, let's face it, we work really, really hard to get referrals. And, and if we get them and then we don't do a great job at following up, it's just not, you know, it's all just kind of a waste of time. Yeah. Um, well, sometimes it's hard to make more than one phone call or, or one email, you know. And I mean, if you can and you have a system for it, that's great. But if you can have... If you can have a platform that can automate a lot of that for you just to help out, that's that's really nice. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, one of the things that I know that, that uh, you guys taught is about how the app can help you close loans 20% faster. Mm-hmm. Um, how? How's that? Is because we're not chasing documents and they're loading them? What? Why? How could you do, how could you close loans faster? What? Do you offer? For yeah, that? so there, there are a couple of things. One is um, is document collection, mm-hmm. uh, and that's that's pretty huge. So if you can collect documents, like you need a new document from somebody, if they can 
um, if they can just send it to you right away with the tool that they have right in their hands mm-hmm. and it's done, then you, you may have just saved four days just on that one document. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's a big deal. The other is just reminders about documents that you're waiting for um, okay. without, without having to be annoying. So, so how does that work? Tell me how that works as far so, as reminders. Yeah, so you have like a due date on documents. Mm-hmm. And once you get past the due date, if those documents still aren't in, then the bar can get a reminder. Hey, uh, just, just a reminder um, that we really need to get these in before the loan can move forward. Okay. Um, and, uh, and it's and, a digital and, brain, you know, so digital reminder where we, so do we set up the, the drop dead date based on an expectation that we had with the client in our LOS or in the app itself? It depends. It actually depends a little bit on the LOS integration. They're all a little okay. bit different. Um, some LOSs, you can do it right inside of the LOS. Um, others, you can't. Um, in that case, then there's an option on our website to set that. But, uh, but yeah, so it kind of, it, I just kind of say it, it depends. Right. Okay. And I understand. I mean, that, you know, that happens all the time. I, I think I spend most of my day saying it depends. I want to throw depends at people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so, okay. So if everybody, so we just kind of wind down here a little bit. So if someone's listening and says, you know what, I really need a mobile something, you know, and I got to tell you, um, I have a mobile app right now and I, I stopped set, walking around with my business cards because I found, and statistically, people will throw your 80% of the time, 80% of people that receive your business card will throw it away within two to four days. So when I'm networking, I'm not using a business card anymore. I'm sending them my app. I'm you know, getting them to my app. So when you're networking with your product, um, how does someone receive the app? Is it a text? Is it, you know, you do a little referral and they just um, accept it by text and then they can put it on their desktop, I mean, their um, home screen? How, is, how does someone actually um, receive it? Yeah, so a text or an email. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they install the app and when they open it up, it's got all your info in it and it's installed on their device so they can get push notifications and everything else um, that come from you. Um, okay. and, uh, you know, if they change devices, we'll actually switch with the device and we'll be installed on the new one. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. And, um, so that's a really good feature. Yeah, <laughs> it really so, is because I so, hate yeah, having to redo it. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're really, um, you know, we're, and, and right now we go till the end of the loan, right. And then people uh-huh. kind of, hopefully you can get a referral out of it, but then they don't really need the app anymore. Um, but, uh, but we're moving towards uh, doing more post-loan type of activity. So okay. that we, we really want to be on people's phones, and we want to provide value to them after it's closed, uh, value for you. Um, mm-hmm. As far as we're concerned, we're happy if the borrower knows we don't exist um, because we, we just want to be, uh, you know, we want to we just help increase LO business, and, um, and we're, we're good with that. So, so, yeah, when they install it, a text, an email, you could put it in your, you, know, you could put a link in your email signature, you could put it on your website. Um, and, uh, you know, if somebody were to open the link, like, say, let's say from a computer, it'll just have them, uh, it'll have them go to a screen that says you send a text message to yourself uh, to get this installed. That's um, awesome. Yep. And then there, so there that's is also, easy. Yeah. Yeah, there's also a borrower portal. 
So if they start things from one area and you want them to complete them from web, there's also a borrower portal that uh, that can um, that can run in, you know run in conjunction along with this. So how if someone wants to get started and say, okay, I'm ready, I'm ready, hell yeah, I'm moving forward with this. I want to be I want to be mobile. I'm tired of having to always call my con- and now of course we you know as people listen to my podcast they'll know I'm I'm not saying to just let this be the only communication, but, you know, get the information out to the client as it's happening, get it out to my referral partners as it's happening um, so that you eliminate some of the phone calls that come into you so that more of your phone calls are, are lead generating rather than defensive, you know, status updates and things like that. So if right. someone wants to get, get in touch with you, what, it, what is the best way for them to um, try this out? And by the way, do you have a, do you have a trial period? Do you have a, we, we have a, like I mean, yeah, you know, we don't do we don't do like coupons or anything. People can come and yeah. just sign up. You could just come and sign up on your own if you just want your own version. Um, if you don't like it, of course we we're not gonna you know if anybody doesn't like it and they want to refund in the first thirty days, we'll just do that. It's fine. Right. Um, um, after that, uh, you know, if you want or more than that, I should say, if if you want your company on board, so there's like a full LOS integration, then. Uh, you know, there's a there's an enterprise section on our site and uh, just a number to to call and get started. Um, okay. You know, we then we go through and you know kind of go through a couple demos for the executive teams and things like that, or you know some of your some of your top top uh, producers or whoever would be involved at your company and and uh, you know kind of get it rolling. So. Right, and I'm seeing that you have. Um, by the way, I'm filling it out right now as we talk. I'm requesting a demo for my team. Um, so you have, uh, you know, you have demos. You have uh, things for originators, for teams, and then for the enterprise. So you've got all three of them, which is, you know, fantastic as well. Yeah, I think that's. Um, you know, super important, especially it, it happens to be one of the issues that I have a lot of problems with with a lot of systems is that it, it everything says, I want to thank you for applying for a loan with me when I want to say we want to thank you for applying for a loan with us. Uh, yeah. You know, there's <laughs> all these little yeah, yeah. silly things that happen with it. And it just drives me nuts. Yeah, um, yeah. So, um, okay, so the best way is just go on the website, which is simplenexus.com. So it's S-I-M-P-L-E-N-E-X-U-S. Dot com, And, yep. you know, again, you know, everybody who's listening, you know, what I always want to bring you is new tools and resources for you to consider. And I just want to caution you, you know, don't have the shiny object syndrome um, and just, you know, buy everything that, that uh, you know, is being presented to you in, in, in my podcast and other podcasts, you know, and in, in different tools. But really look into them and make sure that it that um, you have the utility to be able to incorporate it. You know, if you buy it and then you don't have the time to learn it and implement it, then it's it's really worthless. So it might be something that you're really interested in now and you put it on a parking lot for something to entertain maybe half, you know, at the end of the year or maybe something halfway through a year that, you know, to make sure that you really, you know, consider use, utilizing the program and that you will use the program. So, you know, again, it's just more things for you to look at that, be careful that you don't start trying to get everything that's being presented to you so that um, you don't use anything that doesn't help you whatsoever. So, yeah. um, you know, make sure it make sure it works for you. But, uh, you know, I'm really excited um, to share it with you. And I'm so excited, Matt, for us being able to do this. And I and I again, I apologize for it taking so long for us to get together. But Oh, no, uh, it's great. I appreciate uh, I appreciate talking with you. It's, yeah. It's so really, now really. is there is there anything that you'd like to leave with us? 
Any any parting thoughts? Gosh, I I don't know. That, that's kind of a big big standard. <laughs> um, I think the big thing is is uh, I like to think of it is you know I, I don't do a lot of development lately because um, now we have a team that does that. I, I more do it if they don't like my idea and they don't want to do it yet. But um, otherwise, uh, they do everything. But the, but you know, like going through development, you basically have time that you allocate for exploratory uh, work. Um, so you have things that just have to get done, period. But then you also allocate, let's say, you know, four hours every Friday or something towards um, exploring new new systems or new technologies or new whatever that might help you uh, be more effective in what you do. Maybe that's with this, maybe it's with anything else, but, um, but I, I think um, having that time to explore um, is, is really helpful. Oil companies, you know, like them or hate them, they kind of do the same type of thing, right, is they spend most of their money on production, but then they also spend, you know, 5% of their money on, on exploratory work. Um, and, and I think it's important that we, we do the same thing. You know, if you, if you just go out and you just try and implement a couple technologies, but then you don't um, allocate time to configure them correctly or actually ever utilize them, um, then, um, and, and that's the other part of the exploratory work, is that you, you've got to find a useful way to actually implement it. Uh, if you don't, then, uh, then it was just kind of a fun idea and it's it's over and it will never work and you just lost that time. Right. So uh, you you want to allocate the time to do that that exploration, um, but part of that time has to be um, has to be looking at real implementation and making that happen, so that uh, so that you can explore whether it works for you or not and not uh, and not just explore for the sake of fun. Right. Right. I agree. Well, thank you. Thanks for sharing that. I think that's important, too. And, you know, especially uh, these days because we're just bombarded with so many things that we have to somehow filter and take the time to do it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That sounds great. Well, thank you again, Matt. It's been a pleasure having you on, on the uh, podcast. And just a reminder to everybody listening in, um, you can reach me at Kinetic sparkconsulting.com that's k-i-n-e-t-i-c sparkconsulting.com you can go to my website um, and get information and listen to some of the past podcasts you can grab them there or um, you can reach me there as well that's um, send send a comment to me send uh, questions and uh, let me know what else you'd like to hear about we are always interested in hearing um what you'd like to hear about um, as it affects your business so that we can help your business grow. And again, thank you for listening. It just means so much to me. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. If you liked what you heard, please drop by iTunes and leave a comment or rating. Get more free email updates, transcripts, selling and education resources, and Jen's upcoming speaking events. Just visit our website at kineticsparkconsulting.com.